0: Hello, and welcome to Moonlight Alchemy. I am your host, Carly O'Connor, and I am so happy that you're joining me today. And today um, we're going to talk a little bit about fear. And um, this has been on my mind for several weeks now record a podcast, record a a podcast. And uh, I guess we're just now finally getting around to it. So I have no idea where I'm going with this yet. (laughs) As we tend to do with all of these episodes, um, we kind of let them unfold as they like as we go. Uh, But I am going to start with, I was going through my journal this morning and looking at something that I wrote a handful of days ago. And I realized I was like, oh, I actually channeled a message about this. So I'm just going to read this to you guys to get us kicked off and and we will see where we go from here. Um, all right. <clears throat> so to kind of, I guess, um, frame this, I personally have been working around some fear, right? <laughs> like, I think that's probably why this came up. What do they say? You We teach what we most need to learn. And that is certainly the case for me. Um, So, okay, here's what I channeled, move out of fear, move into trust and stand in the knowing that all is well. And all is in divine time for it is when you are in your human form, you can't always see the big picture, but the things that seem insurmountable sometimes to you are actually blips on the radar. When you back up and you take, as she calls, they talk about Me in the third person when I channel. I know it's weird, but anyway. But as she calls the eagle point of view, you can see how small it truly is perspective. Fear and lack are close companions. They are of the same composition, none of which is to your highest and best. When you operate in fear, you are often subconsciously saying that you don't trust the universe to provide. She had this happen recently. She forgot that the universe contains infinite abundance. She forgot that she's magic and understands alchemy, how to transform and create, but she needed to because it reminds her to step back into trust. There are a lot of unknown factors in her life right now. And at first she fell into old patterns. She headed in, she headed to, she had to, and my handwriting is bad money channel, by the way. (laughs) Uh, it actually says she needed to, in order to be reminded for she is teaching others, but we nudged her and reminded her she has been practicing what she calls letting go and letting it flow, which is the trust we've been asking her for. We ask all of you for that same trust for many of you. This is challenging for that requires you to transcend the ego To put the personality body aside and live from soul, from monad, which is what many of you are asking to do anyway. And then that was the end of it. And so I thought that that was uh, going back and looking at this. I'm like, wow, first off, I really got called out here (laughs) because I did. You know, like there's. Um, you know, some big life events that are upcoming that, you know, I don't have any control over and I tried to get in control of them. And it just caused this like serious anxiety for me. And then those of you who know me personally, you know, like that's not really how I roll, (laughs) but you know, then I found myself like falling into all these what ifs, And then finally I just had to like stop myself. And it was funny because, you know, after I channeled that message, I got up to go do some chores or something and I was listening to a book and it was so funny because the chapter of the book was all about fear. And I was like, okay, I am paying attention. I am listening to these messages. I get it. So I think, um, you know, one of the things that this kind of, brings up for me is the conversation about fear and ego versus intuition. And I did a blog post about this a while back. Um, but you know, it, I think that sometimes we're like, well, is this fear? Is this ego? Is this intuition? And so maybe that's where we're headed with this, (laughs) but you know, several, several months ago, well, okay. Like almost a year ago now, Um, I had an opportunity to sign up for a sound healing certification class and I have been wanting to do that for many, many, many years. Um, and intuitively like, you know, back when I had this opportunity, I knew that I needed to take the class, but I wasn't sure how I was going to make the time for it or the financial commitment because, you know, like investing in, you know, crystal bowls and the, the class, like it's, you know, it's not cheap. Um, But, you know, this opportunity came at what seemed like, like totally like out of the blue. And, you know, we always know that when we look back on these things, it's, you know, actually synchronistic, you know, (laughs) like the universe is lining things up for us, you know, but, um, but you know, since it seemed like it was out of the blue and it's not like something that i had been like saving for like planning into my schedule, um, you know, even though it was something that I had been wanting to do for several years, every single time I thought about taking the class, I got really excited, but I also got this pang of like fear, right? Like I had these really old thought patterns that like popped up and they were telling me all the reasons why I shouldn't do it. Right. Like, who, who do you think you are? <laughs> That's always the big one for me. Who do you think you are? You might suck at this. In fact, you are probably going to suck at this, right? <laughs> you don't deserve to spend that much money on yourself. Like all these old, old patterns. And I know for, I'm sure if you're listening to this, you're like, oh yeah, I've said that to myself before. You know, it's, it's old patterns that we have. So I had to really have an honest conversation with myself about the fear and, and really get to the bottom of it. Okay. Is this my gut saying that I shouldn't do it? Like, is this my intuition leading me away from something that is in fact, not truly to my highest and best, or is this my ego popping up and trying to keep me small? Right? Like, is this my ego saying, we don't like change because that's what the ego says. And we've talked about this before, right? But I did decide to take the class and, um, really, Like at the end of the day, it was because I have practiced becoming, listening to my intuition, right? Like I have, you know, I, and even still recently I ignored it and I was like, oh, that sucked. Like, (laughs) you know, and you know, but for the most part, for the big things, for the truly important things, I have taught myself to Become a type of person who recognizes signs and opportunities for what they are. And I realized that, you know, this was another modality for me to include in my offerings, you know, th- the ways that I could be of service. You know, it was an opportunity for me to heal myself, right? Because sound is such an awesome healer. And the class was so fun, you know, but it was also an opportunity for me to gain confidence in to work my purpose, because I feel like, you know, my purpose is to help lift the collective vibration, share the light and teach other people how to kind of, you know, a lot of people start where I started and not a great place. And I like to show them how to kind of bring that back around, right. To lift that up. Um, because it is very intentional and it is a lot of work, but it's worth it, you know? So, um, You know, the other thing that I had to remember when I was deciding to do this is, you know, I think that it's very natural for us to all get fear before we do something that feels big, you know. But when I think about it, like every single time I have decided to, to take the leap and do the thing that I'm afraid of, you know, and... You know, it can be a big move or it can be, a, you know, moving away from a job or, you know, all of those things, you know, for me, it was, you know, I graduated high school when I was 17 and I moved away from home to go to college. And then from there I moved away from my college town, like with no plan and it was totally scary. And then I had to deal with the, the, um, unpleasant, um, relationship stuff, <laughs> you know, starting a business and then starting another business, you know, leaving a job, you know, moving across the country, like all these things, like, you know, this fear comes up. But what I find is when I decide to do it afraid, it always works out. And there are always these wonderful gifts that come to me that I find that wind up being these really like necessary steps on my journey, you know? And I don't know that it's something that I don't know that fear ever stops. Like, I think that, I mean, maybe it does. It hasn't for me, <laughs> but I think really the, not the trick, but the, the trick, you know, for lack of a better way to describe it, um, is recognizing the fear. And one of the things my teacher Diane told me was she was like, you know, fear and excitement are pretty much the same thing. They just have different emotions attached to them. And so fear brings along a negative connotation and excitement brings along a joyous one. And so for me, I think that's one of the things that I did with this class. And one of the things, you know, before we did the cross country PCS and being like, hey, you know what? There's a whole lot of unplanned stuff coming and this is exciting. This is an opportunity to create something new. And. So now for me, what I try and ask myself is, okay, so I realize that there's some fear here, um, but is the thing that I'm trying to do the thing that would cause personal expansion, right? Is this something that is truly to my next highest and best? Is it something, you know, I worked with a a dowser like many years ago and, What she told me, because I was having a whole lot of resistance about going and booking sessions with her. And one of the things she told me that has stuck with me for many, many, many years now was the thing that you are most afraid to do is typically the thing that your soul is most calling you to. And I was like, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) You know? And so now I, like, I really do try and think about that. And it, pu- it helps me put the fear in a whole new perspective. So I think that, that brings us back to the question, right? So what about the fear? Is that my gut saying I shouldn't do it? Or is it my ego trying to keep me small? And how can I tell the difference between the ego or the personality body and my actual inner guidance? And, you know, I think that A lot of us on this path have gotten it wrong a time or two (laughs) Uh, or 500, you know, and I think that that's okay, especially when we can realize that getting it wrong sometimes is an amazing opportunity for us to learn. It creates that, as Abraham Hicks calls that contrast. And, you know, I've learned a lot of things painfully, (laughs) and now I choose to learn with more gentleness, ease, and grace. So I feel like you know the personality body likes things the way that they are the ego does not like change it likes to keep us where we are keep us stuck because it is a hell of a lot easier to be a victim than it is to claim our power and stand in it like regardless of the consequences or outcomes you know now i feel like you know i've been in the entrepreneurial world long enough now that i'm like i feel like you know like captain dan Like on the front of the, the ship, you know, and he's like, woo, like, <laughs> like, whatever, bring it on does not matter. Like, um, what a weird visual to come in. <laughs> he's just up there hooting and hollering. Like, okay. Anyway. So, <laughs> but you know, failure is all right you know the the ego doesn't like failure it doesn't like risk because it's afraid to fail but you know and i think for me for a long time it was like well you know if i don't try i can't fail and i can't make an ass out of myself if it all goes wrong right <laughs> you know the ego is going to try to avoid bumps and bruises that's why its primary role is really to keep you safe and keep you small um but you know the ego also will remember the bumps and bruises from before And it's like, well, do you remember what happened when you tried something before? Are you sure you want to do that? (laughs) Because it didn't work out before, but just because it didn't work out before, doesn't mean it's not going to, you know, how many times did it take Edison to, you know, actually invent the light bulb? Like good thing he kept trying (laughs) because we really enjoy our light bulbs, don't we? You know? So, uh, you know, and I think the other part that's kind of you know, beautiful about failure is who we become because of it, right? Like, or who we can choose to become because of it. Some people take that and they allow it to, to, you know, for themselves to become jaded and be like, Oh, I'm not, (laughs) and then other people are like, wow, look at all these things that I've overcome. Like I am so tough and I am tenacious and I am able to, do so many things. And, you know, like, it's, wow, I'm, I'm, I'm amazing, you know? And now don't get me wrong. Like the ego is important if, you know, back in the times where we were running from saber tooth tigers and, you know, it's important for, you know, if you run out in front of a vehicle, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, practical and staying alive things. Like we totally appreciate it with that. But, um, now our work is a little different, you know, and it's, we need to realize that it's got a time and a place. So your intuition, your inner guidance, um, you know, that's really about your higher self trying to guide you down your path to live your purpose, because, you know, we all kind of come in here with an intention of what we want to learn and what we want to do while we're here, you know, and we, through our early childhoods and our lifetimes and, you know, all the things that we kind of attract to ourselves to learn, we get off track. And so I think that a lot of us find that, you know, we're unaware for a while and then we start to turn the eyes upward. And then our intuition is trying to guide us to do things that propel us forward, that help us step into our power and that help us become the souls in meat suits that we came here to be, which is, <laughs> I don't remember where I heard that. Um, but I feel like that was a maybe a Joe DiSpenza book, but that cracks me up so hard. Souls and meat suits—that's what we (laughs) are. But you know, there's like a lot of density. Being in 3D is like living. So right now, uh, we live in the Central Valley of California, and we get fog season. It happens the same time normal people get winter, but the fog is unlike anything else I have ever seen. Like it is so thick and so dense. And you just got to trust that the road is still there, (laughs) you know, but our inner guidance is our fog lights, right? Asking us to trust what we can see right in front of us and keep moving forward. Trust that the road did not disappear and it will reveal itself enough for us to keep going maybe slowly, but enough to keep going. And the other thing I'll tell you too, is that all the roads here are perfectly flat and straight. So, you know, that is uh, a little different than how it works in real life. But anyway, so what it really boils down to is that, you know, it's a different feeling The it's kind of like fear is frantic, right? It's the, You know, the ego is just kind of like, ah, (laughs) versus intuition is calm. There's like a calm knowingness there. And I think, you know, everybody's born with intuition, but for most people, it takes practice. And, you know, some people may be more naturally inclined than others, but it absolutely is a skill that can be cultivated. And I think, you know, like with any art, even, you know, if you have somebody who's got a natural inclination, it still is going to take practice to master. And intuition is absolutely no different. So, You know, and, and for those of you who are my personal clients that I work with, you know, we've talked about this probably at length, (laughs) but, you know, mastery really does come along with a solid meditation and mindfulness practice. Like your intuition is a quiet whisper. It's that like that inner knowing. And in order to be able to hear it, you need to be able to still your mind. You need to be able to quiet your mind. And this is where people are like, oh, this is all coming full circle. And I'm like, yeah, (laughs) yeah, it totally is. But, you know, when you're in tune with your intuition, it is so much easier to tell the difference between the ego whispers and the intuition whispers. And on the other side, when you practice calling out the ego, you get to know it and you start to pay attention more to the personality body and it becomes easier to spot. And, you know, in that, um, sound healing class that I was telling you about at the beginning, um, you know, I took another gem away from that. And that's one of the things that I love about, like, I love learning about this stuff. It, I'm, I love it. Like it's, it's so fun for me. Um, and I always get these little like gems that have typically nothing to do with what we're learning. I mean, you know, it's all tied together, so it does, but you know, it seems kind of off topic for the class, but it's something that like sticks with me and from this, and I may have mentioned this before, this is something I share with people all the time, but you know, I, for the last, I don't know, I've been on this journey for well over 20 years now, but for several Years was trying to fight the ego and was trying to, um, you know, make it go away. (laughs) And one of the things that the teacher for the sound healing class talked about was making friends with your ego. And I was like, oh. And I tell you guys, I have talked about this before, but, um, but yeah, like that makes such a huge difference. And what I'm finding for myself is that it's making it so much easier when I am noticing the ego because it's not creating a spiral of gross emotions, you know, cause when we're fighting with the ego, when we notice it, we kind of get like, Ugh, you know? <laughs> which, you know, balls up our solar plexus and disrupts our energy flows and is not productive, you know? Um, and, but versus being friends with it, when you see the ego, you're like, Oh, Hey, I see you. I acknowledge you. I appreciate you. And also we're free to do something else now. And it's just like a totally different approach. So there's a bonus thing for you for that. Um, But, you know, with, I feel like with all of the scary things I've done and probably for you, all the scary things that you've done, you know, the sound healing class that wound up being a really fantastic experience so um and i was able to add certified sound healer to the services that i offer for myself and for my clients and it also you know saying yes to that opportunity moving outside of the fear and deciding to go for it gave me the wonderful opportunity to step more fully into all that which i truly am and it helped me get closer to my intuition and really work on making friends with the ego and facing it with a loving An understanding I. So here's what I would say. Apparently we're talking about who knows what today. (laughs) I'm thinking as I'm doing this, I'm like, what are we going to call this? I don't even know. Um, So I guess you'll see (laughs) before you click on it. But so here are maybe a few tips for you. If you aren't sure where to start working with your intuition, here's where I started and here's what I would recommend. Um, Meditate regularly, regularly, regularly. And I get a lot of pushback from clients with this, which I understand because when my teacher started telling me to meditate, I was kind of like, I'm so bad at it. And just like intuition, it takes practice. Um, maybe one day we'll do a podcast about meditation. That actually might be a good idea. So, Hey, if that's something that you'd be into, send me a message, or if you have other topics that you would love to hear me talk about, um, I would love to know because I'm open to anything almost anything. <laughs> Let me edit that. All right. So, um, if you aren't sure where to start with your intuition, meditate regularly to quiet your mind, uh, pay attention to your energy levels around other people. Um, notice how things shift when you're around them. You can also work with your energy centers to balance your flow. Um, cause I feel like it really is so much easier to be intuitive when you're open and flowing energy to your highest and best um, ask yourself questions and then pause to listen and write down the answers that you get. Another fun one is, um, play guessing games. So I like to do this. Um, if I'm at like an elevator bank and guess which elevator is going to come first. And it's wild because, you know, you'll get really good at it. Um, another thing that I have done and that you might try for enhancing your intuition, which I think, you know, Really, having a really strong intuition is also going to help reduce fear or, you know, reduce the side effects of fear. Um, But play with oracle cards, pendulums, you know, runes, any of those tools that you're drawn to, get those out and play with them. Like what those really truly are are tools to communicate with your intuition. Um, Also, this one is really, really, really big take action on the intuition that you receive. So the reason why is when you act on your intuition, you are rewarded with more intuition. And like we already talked about failures. Okay. So if you wind up getting a bumper bruise along the way, that's, you know, I think a lot of times even more valuable (laughs) than, you know, getting the thing we want. Um, another thing that'll really help you work more with your intuition and strengthen that is getting enough sleep because it's hard to talk on the phone when the battery's dead, right? <laughs> so, and, and you know, I think when it comes down to it, as you practice and hone your intuition, you'll gain more and more trust in your abilities. You'll learn to discern between the ego and the intuition, and you will be massively rewarded. And I'm actually really excited because um, at our upcoming Woo Woo 101 retreat, um, I'm teaching a workshop on knowing and trusting your intuition. And I'm really excited about it because we're going to have an exercise later that night. That's really going to allow our retreat attendees to practice all the things that they learned that day. So, um, we do have, I think one spot left open for the woo woo 101 retreat. So if you're interested in that, please reach out. We would love to have you. This is for uh, ladies 18 and over only. And We don't just work with women. I do also work with a lot of men, but for this retreat, it is ladies only. Um, and you know, if you are looking, if you're like, if you've listened to this list of things that would be helpful and you're like, Hey, I could use some help with this, uh, with intuition, meditation, working with your energy centers. Um, I am accepting new, uh, personal healing clients and I'm happy to chat with you and see if the services that I offer would be a good fit for you. And as always, we welcome you to come to our Thursday night heart space meditations. Um, these are all about holding space, sending and receiving love, doing some earth healing, and really just working for the greater good. So it's a nice community of like-minded people getting together and doing something that feels really good. And then we have a lot of fun chit-chatting before it as well. Uh, before and after we, we chit chat. <laughs> so um, if you need a link to that, make sure that you reach out. My contact info is always here. That happens every Thursday night at 8 p.m. Eastern. And with that, um, I'm going to have to go back and listen to this thing and see what we actually talked about. But I hope at the end of the day, this is helpful for you, that this is useful to you. And if so, I would absolutely appreciate it if you would share it with your like-minded friends. Because as the Care Bears used to say, sharing is caring. I will talk to you guys soon. Bye.